1: Now, Rocket, Rocket Apples are launching in the south. The the apple company is on the hunt for land and, and growers in Canterbury and Nelson to plant 200 hectares in trees as part of its growth plan. Rocket is expecting that it will ship more than 76 million apples this year, climbing up to 160 million next year. The commercial general manager, Tom Lane, is with us right now. Hey, Tom. How are you going, Heather? Jeez, it must be going gangbusters for you guys.
0: Yeah, no, the, uh, the business is taking off. It's pretty exciting.
1: Why? Not why um, is it well, exciting, that's obvious. Why is it taking <laughs> off?
0: <laughs> I think uh, yeah, it's the, uh, the vision that uh, Phil Ellison had right in the beginning for a small snack size apple. There are a lot of people that said it would never work, but um, he saw the opportunity in, a, in an apple slightly, sl- slightly larger than a golf ball, um, perfect for kids' lunches, sweets, beautiful colour. And um, yeah, it's just it's the apple everyone's been looking for. Nobody wants those big old dirty, flowery apples that you can't uh, can't chew your way through. They go really well in the Asian markets, and the uh, the packaging that we work with really takes it out of that commodity market and lifts it into a value add. So um, I think Rocket's really a fundamentally a consumer brand business more than a primary industry, uh, typical primary industry apple business, and uh, we're really seeing the rewards of that focus.
1: It seems a strange time to be expanding if you're if you're, you're you're trying to plant orchards and stuff because I mean we haven't got enough people to pick the apples, have we?
0: <laughs> well, there's a little bit of relief with the government's RSC announcement a couple of weeks ago, so mm. uh, we're taking heart from that. Um, but the industry as a whole is really pulling together uh, with support from the likes of the Sustainable Futures Fund to uh, come up with new growing styles and new technology. I know that Robotics Plus have just launched. A new automated uh, autonomous vehicle, which is going to help with orchard operations. Um, All our new planting styles are going into two dimensional uh, structures, which really help with orchard activities and reduce the labour requirements and increase. What's a two dimensional
1: structure? Uh,
0: Probably the easiest way to describe it is uh, espalier. Um, So everything that's new is old. Um, It's basically the tree grows up in a two dimensional structure on a vertical plane. Rather than growing up and out in three dimensions, like the uh, a tree would. Are you
1: telling me that you're you're pack. training your trees to just grow like like out trees?
0: Absolutely. Yep. Seriously. Exactly and doing. then what
1: you can yeah. send the robot down the line much more easily.
0: Um, certainly. At this stage, it's easy to send a platform, so you can have your pickers rather than having to go up and down ladders. They're uh, standing on platforms that most of the way down, and they can just yeah. pick and drop it into a bag. And uh, Tom, but how do you get the, robots, But how do you
1: yeah. how do you force the tree to grow like that?
0: Oh, there's a lot of hard work from the uh, the orchard teams to train them in the early days. They're all yeah. showing up on trellises, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's yeah, it's it's been around for a long time um, and continually being improved. in the work we've got going on in Hawke's Bay from Plant and Food Research and uh, you know, a number of the industry leaders is producing some great results.
1: Tom, that's not that crazy, is it? Because that's basically what you do with with vines, grape vines.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I see. You, you, yeah. Go, go to France and the uh, uh, royal uh, Royal orchards at Versailles and they had spely uh, hundreds of years ago. So, um, as I say, everything that's new is old.
1: How about that? OK, well, is, is there part of what is going on right now that if you start planting, because, I mean, let's be honest, right, even with the RSE workers that we're getting in, we've got a problem on our hands, right, for yep. picking and so on. So is, is part of you thinking that if you plant now, by the time you're starting to pick those orchards, the problem should be solved?
0: Uh, look, we've got a significant amount of that volumes coming through from orchards we've already got in the ground. Um, right. We're talking about more than doubling volume, as you said, uh, between this year and next year. Um, so the labour issues, uh, it's a live one for us. Um, but at the moment, you know, with the growth we're seeing in the business and the demand that we're seeing in the international markets, we have to get trees in the ground to make sure we can meet it. Uh, A large part of the focus is, again, not selling just a commodity apple that goes onto the shop floor and people buy it when it's available. It's making sure that we've got that share of uh, shelf space whole year round, that we don't lose that space and that we maintain share of consumer minds while we're out there. Um, We're seeing fantastic results in the markets. 87% of the consumers in the Asian markets that try our apples are repeat purchasers. Um, And the, the ones that aren't, it's mainly because they can't get hold of our apples. So that's why we're looking for more growers to help us really increase the volume coming through.
1: Good on you. It's good to talk to you, Tom. Thank you so much and best of luck with this. Tom Lane, Commercial General Manager. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things. Hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.